Hello and welcome to the Rebecca Lee Podcast. I'm your host and wellness sis, Rebecca. I'm an LA-based holistic nutritionist and I'm here to help guide you through the world of wellness in the most straightforward, balanced, and intuitive way. Join me every week for casual big sis chats as I spill the deets on all things real holistic health and wellness to guide you towards living your best life. Now, let's get into it. Hello, beautiful people. Welcome back to the Rebecca Lee podcast. I am so, so happy that you decided to tune in for today's episode and thank you for being here. Thank you for coming back every single Wednesday to hear a new episode of the pod. Today's episode is going to be a good one and it's going to be all around mindful eating. And I'm really excited to talk about mindful eating because it is a topic that I think can be used as like a buzzword or we can hear around a lot but might not actually like know what it is or what it means or even how to implement it into your own life. So before we jump into this episode, I do want to remind you guys and have a quick request that if you have been listening and you're enjoying the podcast, it would truly mean the world to me if you could leave a review on Apple Podcasts. Hearing any review from you guys or being able to see it on the podcast helps me so much. So I would greatly, greatly appreciate it if you go just go on the app, Apple Podcasts or really any podcast app and leave a review. I would love to see and hear your guys' honest review. Now with that out of the way, let's get into mindful eating. So what even is mindful eating? And for this episode in general, I mean, I'm going to share my perspective on it. Of course, you know, other people can have different perspectives on mindful eating and eating in general. But for me personally, I truly believe that mindful eating is all about bringing a mindfulness practice to your eating habits. It can involve a lot of different things, but to me, I really believe that this helps you get more in tune with your own body. And once you're more in tune with your own body, that'll translate into so many different results and effects that happen to you when you're eating, you know, the relationship you have with food, with yourself, it's all interconnected. The definition that I found online to what is mindful eating basically says, mindful eating, for example, paying attention to our food on purpose, moment by moment, without judgment, is an approach to food that focuses on individuals' sensual awareness of the food and their experience of the food. So I do agree with this definition as well. I really think that it comes down to each person and what mindful eating can look like to them. But generally speaking, I do see mindful eating as bringing a new attention and awareness to ourselves, our eating habits, our food, how we're feeling, and really just creates more an experience when it comes to eating. So I really appreciate mindful eating and it's helped me a lot in my own journey, especially back in the day when I didn't have you know, as great of a relationship with food because it really helped me get more in tune with my body, which, you know, also ties into intuitive eating. And if you want to learn more about intuitive eating, I have a whole podcast episode up just on what is intuitive eating. Let's talk about it. It's one of my earlier episodes. So scroll back to that if you want to listen. But just in general, like mindful eating has totally helped me get more in tune with my body, which has therefore helped me create a better relationship with food and a better relationship with myself. So all of these tips will help you become more of a mindful eater, but also get more in tune with your body. 
So let's get started with tip number one, shall we? And this one is one of my favorite ones. This tip is something that I have worked with a lot personally when it, come, when it comes down to me and my clients and the one-on-one clients that I took in the past. And that is all around listening to your body, not your mind. And I know that this one can be tough to grasp, especially if this is all very new to you. But our mind takes a front seat most of the time when it comes down to our eating, our eating habits, and everything else in between. And we really aren't listening to our body. And I know a lot of people are going to say, but Rebecca, I don't know how to listen to my body versus my mind. I don't know the difference. How do I actually do that? And I'm going to give a little tip for you guys, a little secret that I think will help distinguish what is the mind talking versus what is the body talking. And we're going to view this in the lens of food and eating, what to eat, how much to eat, when to eat, etc. Our mind is going to be shoulds focused. So when you hear the voice come up that says, oh, I should eat that food because that's, you know, what I think I need to eat to look a certain way or be a certain way, or even, oh, I shouldn't, should not eat right now because I just ate an hour ago and I shouldn't be hungry. So anytime you hear should or shouldn't, that's very mind focused. That's not body focused. Because if you were truly listening to your body, the shoulds wouldn't matter. You know, if you were hungry an hour after eating and your body's signaling that, that it's hungry, you would honor that. But we have our mind that gets in the way and go, no, 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 I shouldn't be hungry. What's going on? Or I shouldn't eat right now. It's too late at night. Or I shouldn't eat that. Or I should eat that. Or I shouldn't be eating more than one plate because of X, Y, and Z reasons, even though our bodies are showing to us that we're, you know, we need the fuel. That is going to be the difference between the mind versus the body. And so it's funny how, you know, this episode's called mindful eating, like mind. (laughs) But I believe that if you're leading with your body, that will help you with mindful eating. That will go hand in hand because you are getting in tune with your body. You are leading with your body And you're letting your body dictate your food choices rather than, you know, thinking you should eat this or shouldn't eat that because you saw someone post online that this food's bad or that food's good or literally whatever it is. Now, I'm not saying, of course, you know, don't listen to your mind at all when it comes to food, but usually our minds get in the way of shoulds and shouldn'ts. And I think for me personally, when I started to really lead with my body first when it came to eating that's when my relationship with food started to become a lot better because I wasn't letting my mind dictate all of these decisions and take over, you know, a really chaotic, stressful process of eating. Like, it just made it way more stressful because I had all of these different, like, conflicting messages in my heads and the shoulds and the shouldn'ts, which just made it way too confusing. Rather, instead, leading with my body, honoring whatever it was saying, honoring that craving, honoring that hunger level, you know, on the opposite end too, maybe I wasn't hungry, like not forcing myself in either direction because I was really listening to my body. 
So leading with your body first, I think is such a big important tip when it comes to mindful eating because you will be more in tune with your whole body and therefore you won't let the like shoulds or maybe the like negative self-talk, the negative voice in your head take over instead. So that first tip is super important and I hope it helps you kind of distinguish between what is your mind telling you to eat and do versus what is your body. So that's a big overarching one to think about, but the next few tips I think are going to be a little bit more tangible and are things that you can really start doing today. I also want to mention that mindful eating is definitely a practice and does not just like change overnight with the snap of a finger. So keep that in mind as well. All of these tips I think will help you on your journey, but it's called a journey for a reason. So keep that in mind. Second tip that I want you to start thinking about if you want to become more of a mindful eater, and that is to put away all distractions when eating. This one sounds so simple, and I know like, guys, look, we've all heard it. Don't be on your phone when eating. Don't watch TV while eating, whatever. Like, people sound like a broken record when they say it, but I'm not kidding you guys. Putting distractions away when you're eating is truly the best thing that you can do for yourself. Trust me on this. I used to be a skeptic to like, no, I like to watch my TV when I'm eating or I like to scroll on TikToks or whatever. And of course, sometimes I slide back into those old habits. But I have noticed a completely different like reaction to food. My digestion's different. The How much I eat is different. Like everything is so different when I'm actually not distracted while eating and when I'm making my mealtime like sacred almost like it is my time I'm gonna sit down I'm gonna you know focus on my food I'm gonna listen to all the senses the look the taste the feel like literally whatever it is don't be distracted when eating because this will also allow you to connect back into your body again because you're not being bombarded by all of this outside stimulus that is going to help, that is going to disconnect you from your body more. And so I challenge you, next time you eat a meal, see if you can put your phone away. See if you can eat at the table just like in silence without any noise or TV in the background. And see how it makes you feel. Like do that even for just five, 10 minutes if you know it's really hard for you to do it for a long time. Try it for five minutes and then ask yourself, wow, do I feel different right now than if I would have been eating this meal, watching TV or scrolling on my phone or doing something else? That also applies to not eating on the go. And I know, like, especially in American culture, I feel like it's really prominent to just scarf our meals down and eat on the go. And we're always in a rush and we're working at our desks and we're doing this while, while eating but it's really not a healthy habit to be in. And so I really challenge you, see if it'll make a difference in the way you feel because I can have a pretty high guess that it would. And not eating, you know, on the go, not being in a rush. Give yourself that time to really put distractions away while you're eating. Okay, moving on to the third tip. This one kind of also goes hand in hand with the second one, another tangible tip for mindful eating and getting more in tune with your body is to eat slower, you guys. Eat slower. I know this one seems 
super simple too, but this is my belief with everything. I really think it's the simple, small things that you can start doing today that actually make the biggest impact and difference on your life. So take it from me. Don't underestimate the small habits that you can change, the little things, the simple things, because it might have more of an impact on your life than you could imagine. But truly, we're always on the go, like I was saying in the last tip. We're always go, 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 moving really fast, scarfing our food down, that we don't even give our, like, our bodies a chance to tell us that we're hungry or that we're full. And there's actually an interesting thing about this, that it actually takes, I believe, don't quote me on this, but something around 20 minutes for our bodies to tell our mind that we're actually full. So if you're scarfing down a meal in five minutes and then 10 minutes later you go, oh my gosh, I'm so full. Yeah, that is why. Because your body can't tell your mind that quickly that it's full. So you have to eat slower. You have to chew more. Literally try chewing more next time you eat something and just like really taking your time with it. Because then you might see that like after 15, 20 minutes, you're like, oh wait, I'm pretty full. Like normally I would have eaten that whole thing and then felt uncomfortably full afterwards. But now that I took my time and I ate slower, I can actually see that I only needed this amount of food. And so you're just bringing more of a like mindful awareness to your body and to your mind when you're eating because you're giving your body enough time to give yourself those cues. And it sucks being like uncomfortably full. I understand that feeling. And so I've noticed for myself that when I really take my time eating, I can listen to my body better. I can really like tap into, hmm, how hungry am I right now? How full am I right now? How am I feeling? But if you're just scarfing down food, you're really not giving yourself a chance to do that. And I really think that you will have better digestion as well if you're eating slower, if you're chewing more, if you're also not drinking water during your meals. That's also another big thing that can help with digestion because you're not diluting the like stomach acid or enzymes that you know we need for digestion. So another challenge, try eating slower, chewing more, really giving your body that time to give you hunger cues. Because a lot of the times, you know, I get people who tell me and ask me like, Rebecca, I have a hard time listening to my hunger cues. I don't even know what they feel like anymore. I'm so disconnected from my body. Here's a simple way to combat that. Eat slower. Literally, eat slower. Give yourself enough time to listen to your body. And be open to listening to your body. Be open to the, the signs that you might get. So I hope that one helps. Very simple, but doable. Try it. Trust me. Another tangible tip that I actually used to work on with my clients a lot, and it helped a lot of my clients, was writing down, like even just on your notes app on your phone, hunger levels before, during, and after eating. And this is also a little tip or like simple tactic that you can try using like today if you do feel like you really have a hard time getting in touch with your body and figuring out your hunger levels is to just take a moment to write it down, like to even just think about it. Like, how hungry am I right now? Let me just write it down. And eventually it'll become second nature. But if it is hard for you in the beginning, I do think that there's a benefit to like just taking a moment to writing it on your notes app, writing it in your journal if you can. But of course, you know, 
We don't always have that luxury sometimes during meal times, but just ask yourself that question. How hungry am I right now? 10 minutes into eating, how hungry am I again? After eating, how do I feel right now? Scale one to 10. I don't think this is a sustainable practice. I don't think this is something you should do every day for the rest of your life. But if you really do have a hard time listening to your hunger cues and getting in touch with your body, I think this is a practice that could really help you. And it is a simple tactic to just bring more awareness and mindfulness to your hunger levels and how you're feeling and how those foods made you feel. Moving on to tip number five. You know what? I'm going to give you guys six tips. So we're going to call it five tips in the episode, but I actually have two more and they kind of go hand in hand, but you'll get a bonus tip from this episode. Tip number five, meditation, 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 meditate, start meditating, just meditate. I'm going to make that a slogan. Just meditate. Instead of just do it, just meditate. And I think a lot of people have like this apprehension when it comes to the word meditation, like they hear meditation, they automatically just block it out. They're like, no, oh my gosh, I can't sit still. Well, yeah, it's hard at first. It is a practice that you have to continually do. And even just attempting to meditate and just doing what you can is 10 times better than not trying at all. And the reason why I mention meditation when it comes to mindful eating is because it helps you get back into your body. Meditation really helps you get in tune with your body again. And that's why I love meditation in general. But especially when it comes to mindful eating, you will feel a whole new sense of like connectedness and awareness of your body if you do start to meditate. Especially if you can meditate before meals, before eating. I know sometimes that's not realistic, but if you can do it, try doing it. See how you feel. Because it'll help calm your mind a bit. It'll calm the noise in your mind when it comes to eating. And it'll bring you back into awareness of the body. And if you don't even have time to do a full meditation before a meal, try taking a few deep breaths. Close your eyes and take three to five deep breaths before you start eating. Just doing any some sort of like ritual or practice into getting back into your body that'll help you become so mindful of everything when it comes to eating because you aren't just like going from one thing to another and not letting your body even tell you anything and so I really 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 do recommend meditation in all areas of your life of course meditation has so many benefits but especially for mindful eating and even if you can't do it before meals Try meditating in the mornings, at night, whenever a good time is for you, because that'll help you naturally become in the practice of getting into your body more. And so meditation in general will help you with mindful eating, but especially if you can before a meal. So last tip that kind of goes in with meditation, but is it, it is to practice mindfulness in all areas of your life. So of course, meditation helps bring mindfulness and awareness to all areas of your life, which is why it goes hand in hand. But just generally speaking, start living life with a more mindful awareness, with just being more mindful of everything, of yourself, your thoughts, your feelings, your habits, 
And I mean, I could literally make a whole podcast episode just on that, like literally just on being more mindful in your life and being more aware. But in general, challenge yourself to that. Like, how can I actually live life with more intention? How can I live life being more mindful of things instead of just going through the motions? Instead of just doing what I think I should be doing or eating what I think I should be eating? How can I just like be more mindful of it? Bring more awareness to it. And I think once you start to do that, just like in your life in general, of course, that'll translate over into your eating patterns and your food and all that good stuff. It'll become more like second nature. And like I said, this is all a practice. It is a journey. Getting in tune with your body, learning to be a mindful eater, an intuitive eater, whatever you want to say. It doesn't change overnight, and it's a journey for a reason. So don't be too hard on yourself if you're finding that it's difficult because, you know, you're changing habits. You're changing ways that you've probably been for a very long time, and that's not an easy thing to do. So always be kind to yourself and just give yourself enough credit for even just trying. And I think I heard that on a podcast recently was that, I think it was Gary Vee, actually, and he said that we don't even give ourselves enough credit just for our intent, just for having good intent. And so think about that. Like, even if the result doesn't happen as if you would like, or if it's not as ha- if it's not happening as fast as you would like, give yourself a little credit for trying, for having a positive intent, for having good intentions. And so take that with you as you leave this podcast episode. Take that with you onto your day, your week, your month, because it is so important. And you need to remind yourself that for even just trying on this journey. So I am so happy you tuned in for today's episode. Thank you so much again for being here. If you enjoyed this episode, please feel free to take a screenshot, share it on your stories, DM me, whatever it is. I love to hear from you guys. My podcast family, you mean the world to me. And I'm so grateful for you. So have an amazing rest of your day, night, week, month. I love you and I'll see you next Wednesday.